you're on the cusp of something big and you need a solid team around you to help you get there. We'll look at building that team in a few days, but right now it might be time to say goodbye to some members who don't share your vision. Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman and it's confession time yet again. So I used to love the band Smash Mouth. I still kind of do. Um, the cliche goes, I enjoy their early work. Um, I had all of their albums up to the last one I had was Summer Girl, which is in 2008. And we'll talk about that. Um, Walking on the Sun is still a banger, by the way. It's it's 20 odd years old, but it's still, it's still a top tune. Um, and, you know, yes, they had their whole uh, dalliance with Shrek, which is kind of to, to my point and to the problem. Um, Summer Girl came out in 2008 and I remember being in my old flat, listening to it, doing some work around the, uh, around the, the flat and going like, there's a song called everyday superhero, which really had the sense of, cause they, they'd been successful with Shrek because there were two songs in Shrek. There was all star, which even then was, um, quite a few years old, but then they had also had, um, they did their cover of I'm a believer. Um, and I think that got into their heads and I think they were like, that's what we are now. You know, that we, we are the, we are the band that makes the songs for the, for the 3d animated, uh, Pixar films uh, or the, or the DreamWorks films. And so what I realized after listening to this album is They've like I've changed and they haven't. I've kind of moved on. My tastes are different and they've stayed the same. And you want your bands to evolve. You, I, you know, I kind of think you want to be maybe a little bit challenged the first time you hear a new album and be like, is this? And then you grow into it uh, and you, you're kind of growing and expanding together. They should be pursuing, you know, their art and, and you're sort of being pulled hopefully nicely into it. And I think that's a great thing when that happens. Um, now the fact is when it comes to people, I think there are two kinds of people. There are people who by a certain age kind of feel like they're done, like they're baked, you know, they're cooked. They've, they've sort of learned what they need to know. They've got the friends that they need. They're like, I'm done. I'm set. I'm good. Um, one of my friends I talk about, he's, he's like, he's completed the game of life and now he's on the downloadable extra, you know, DLC, the, the extra content. Um, and some people are still and always on that quest for growth. It's the growth mindset type of type of thing. Some people are always looking to expand and to learn new things and to, and to keep building on themselves. Now, one isn't better than the other. It's just a matter of what you want out of life, I think. Now, the difficulty I think can be when you have fixed mindset people, they tend to want you to be fixed as well. They don't tend to like it when you start to expand and start to grow. And there's all sorts of reasons for that. And I think we, we don't want to judge that too much because there's all sorts, like I said, you know, it, it, it can be down to how they feel threatened um, or, or change, you know, they're not feel, feeling comfortable with that change. Um, but just in the way that family members, I talked about this uh, a week or so ago, like your family wants to keep you safe. Um, people don't like it when their friends change, um, especially if that change means that you no longer see the world in the same way that they do. Now, I've spent a lot of time in a bubble um, 
terms like growth mindset, nonviolent communication, authentic relating, holding space, these are all terms that are part of the lexicon in the world that I live. Now, I'm not completely fluent in all of them, but they are kind of within my sphere of understanding and and I can use those words and feel unchallenged and not feel like someone's going to look at me askance, you know? But that is a bubble. And not everybody realizes that when they're in that bubble until you sort of, you step out and you start having conversations with people and you, you know, you, you talk to your, to your hairdresser or your barber about holding space and they're like, Oh God, who is, who's this guy? Like that language, a lot of that language does not permeate the bubble, you know? Um, and so I think it's useful to know if you are in, in a space, but what can look like a bubble, if you'll permit uh, perhaps an overall analogy, what might look like a bubble um, could actually be a hot air balloon. And certain people, certain practices, certain situations keep us tethered to the ground. They, they, they are the, the ropes that keep that basket that we're sitting in as close to the ground as possible and stops it from, from shooting up into the sky. While we do need a sense of grounding because we don't want to disappear up our own navels, you know, when we use certain language or what, you know, however it is that you are pursuing your, your life improvement, your 10X, your manifestation, whatever it is, your big art practice, your big move, whilst you kind of do want to keep, a, a, you know, maybe half a foot on the ground just so that you don't lose touch, you're ne- the fact is you're never going to soar. You're never going to reach those heights if you're constantly being pulled back, if people are constantly kind of tugging at those ropes and trying to pull you down. And it's not because they're mean. It's not because they're self-centered and they want you all for yourself or whatever. Like a lot of the time it's because they don't see where you're going in the same way that you do. And maybe they don't trust that you know what decision you're making and that it's the right decision for you. Maybe they're threatened because maybe it's a change that they want to make themselves. So if you're aiming towards something big, it can feel like you're sort of on the threshold between two worlds. It's, you know, like the, like the Shire and Mordor or King's Cross um, and Hogwarts or the Matrix in 1999 versus, you know, which is this fabricated world, which is set in 1999 versus the real world, which is 200 years later, you know? Crossing the threshold is a major part of the hero's journey. Um, and it is a big thing. It, you know, it's, 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 it's something major because it is that moment now where it can be really difficult because we are straddling these two worlds. We are straddling the world that our friends and our family and our loved ones and the people not inside the bubble are... That's where that's where we all live. And then there's this other world that we're maybe stepping into. And this is a big thing in the world of habits as well. Um, so if you think about drinking, right, uh, alcohol, um, on one side is your life maybe as someone who enjoys a drink on it, like a big drink on a Friday night. I was definitely one of those guys, like five o'clock, pub, pub, let's go, right? Um, and, and it was a, you know, big old, big old Friday night. It was a big thing. Um, and then on the other side 
is a life where perhaps you don't take three days to recover from that Friday night. Now, I am not judging uh, at all. I enjoy a drink. Um, I... I, I am someone who drinks too much sometimes, but does not have a, a pathology around it. Um, or at least I don't think so. But I, I know that I, you know, when I drink, I drink to excess. Um, and so like, I'm not judging anyone who wants to make a decision or wants to stay with, with you know, whatever uh, life that they have. But there are those people, of course, who want to make that change. Um, so imagine if your friendship is based around you all having a pint on a Friday, and that's that's how you do it. And that's kind of, you know, yes, it's the social lubricant, but it's also kind of the social glue. It's what's keeping that friendship together. If you stop drinking, are they going to congratulate you and go, that's awesome. Like, have a have a glass of water, have a mineral water, have a Coke, have a Coke Zero, whatever. Um, have a, a Virgin Mary, which I quite enjoy from time to time. Are they going to be like that and, and you carry on and you have a great night? Or are they going to be like, Oh, all right. This guy thinks he's thinks he's too good for us. You know, forget all of the 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 nonsense masculine stuff about what that says about dudes who decide not to have a drink. Right? Even that aside, there can still be that aspect of oh, too good too good to have a pint with us now, right? Is it okay? You know, there can be that because it's people being they they might feel judged by the fact that even if you haven't said you know you shouldn't drink, you're just saying I've chosen not to drink. There can people can feel threatened because you're talking about a change that maybe they're not comfortable making yet. You know, maybe they're just, maybe they are happy where they are. Maybe they're not, but they're not quite ready to admit that, you know, they want to make a change. Um, I've seen this happen with, with friends who become parents. I've been on that side of that person who, you know, they are, they are entering a new world and I'm still like, Hey, let's make the jokes and we're knocking around and, you know, it's coming up several pints with me. And they're like, no, I'm getting back for my child, and that's what I want to do, you know. Um, and it, it happened recently. Um, I was having a conversation with someone, and, and I realised, like, my language showed that I was still stuck in an old world. Um, and my, my, my interlocutor um, was in a new place, or had, had been there for some time, and I hadn't realised, I hadn't noticed. You have a choice, um, and... So do the people around you in these situations. You can stay stuck and you can make everyone happy, except potentially yourself, or you can cross the threshold and take some risks. If you cross that threshold, your friends, they can still see you and they're still, they can still be a part of your life, but only if they choose to. You can't make them do that. And for some it is going to be too uncomfortable or too painful for them to feel like they come with you. Some of them are, are hopefully are going to watch on the sidelines and be happy for you. And you know, you can still talk to them. Some people might want to come along and some people are just going to be like, no, I, I, I don't trust where you're going or that doesn't feel like safe ground. Or, you know, I, I, I don't know uh, about the people who you're knocking around with. Are they, have they got your best interests at heart? And, you know, all these kinds of things. Um, or maybe they are just too scared to make that leap themselves, even though it's, it's a leap that maybe they want to. So don't try and bring your friends with you, I think is, is my thing. Because like I was saying, that is almost always going to feel like judgment. And it can lead to that whole this person's too good for us thing. You know, if you start saying, I've made this decision, you know, the, the, the whole drill of the 
the, the, the zeal of the newly converted, you know, the, the smoker who suddenly stops and he's telling you how amazing it is and how you should make this decision yourself. And it's the best thing you'll ever do. And like, and that's great. And that might all be true, but not everyone's ready to receive that message at the time. And, you know, you kind of have to be mindful of that. Um, you know, in the same way that like I could talk about, I'm making this daily commitment and I'm spending, you know, three hours of my morning making this show and trying to do all these things. And, and I can talk about the, the, the adjustments that I've made in my life to do that. And if I start then sitting down and going to people, you should do this. Like you should absolutely do this. You make these adjustments and people are like, no, my life doesn't work like that. I can't change things around. Deep inside me, I, I'm like, well, I know that you can because there's, you know, you figure out your priorities and what matters to you and, you know, make compromises or sacrifices or whatever. And you do it based on, you know, the life that you want to live, yada, yada, yada. Um, but that's still going to come out as kind of judgment, I think. Um, so instead, I think trying to, trying to remember that you're just going over here for a bit, you know, you're, you're just, you're, you're just going over there and they can see you anytime, you know, you're not abandoning them. And if they don't want to see you, if they don't want to come along with you, that's, that's on them. You know, um, at that point you're inviting them. You're saying, listen, I'm not abandoning you. I'm still here. I'm still your mate. I'm still, you know, uh, I'm still real. And if they still can't accept that, then, you know, maybe there's a, a, a decision uh, to be made. Uh, to be made there. You know, some writers uh, and, and, and leaders uh, advocate breaking ties with people who aren't aligned with you. I'm neither a leader nor a writer, um, but that sounds a little bit cultish to me. Um, I'm not a fan of, of breaking ties um, over stuff like this. But I think you have to examine the glue of your friendship. And, you know, ties, glues, maybe it is the same thing. But if that glue, if the tie, if the glue is made up of... it. Is it made out of this idea that you're never going to change? Is that the thing that is the glue? Is the glue the fact that we always used to hang out and we're basically reliving the same memories that we that we did ten years ago, and we still think we're in our in our you know mid to late twenties when you know some of us are forty, some of us are pushing fifty. Like you know, are we are we kind of is the glue this idea that we used to have that this was the friendship and these were you know we were the immortals. Um, or is it made up of uh, an activity that you now want to stop? You know, whether it's drinking, whether it's booze, whether it's um, aggressive paintball, whatever it is you might want to put put the brakes on. Is the thing that's holding your friendship together based on that? Or is it made perhaps of sterner stuff? Um, if that glue is bad, if the epoxy's gone bad, then you've got to dissolve it. And that doesn't mean breaking off. That means, okay, this cannot be the thing that unites us. This cannot be the thing that brings us together. It's got to be something else. And if you can't find that, then perhaps there's a decision to be made for you about whether, um, you know, you want to spend time with with those people, but it's down to you. It's, it's your decision. And I think it, it really comes down to is the thing holding us together based on an idea that no longer serves you. Every, you know, every relationship, every friendship, every companionship, each one of them is different. And so you've got to think about it at a, a really personal level. Now, not every creative project is like a big endeavor, you know, uh, it's it, not every project feels like crossing a threshold, but if the idea of committing to something big strikes you as good as something that you want to do, then be prepared for what changes might lie ahead for you. Um, and it could be something that takes years. I mean, 
my threshold crossing has been going on for something like four years. I'm basically doing the splits at this point and have been for about four years of straddling these two worlds and I'm edging over to this, to this other world, to this bubble, you know. So it can take time. And this might not be relevant for you right now, but at some point you may come to that moment, whether it's a personal change or whether it is to do with, I'm taking on a big project. I'm going for a moonshot here. I want to be someone who does this, you know, this creative thing. This is what I want full time, or this is what I want to be able to earn a living from, whatever it is. And that might mean leaving some stuff behind, leaving some people behind. So if you're not there yet, you may be. And I, I hope that there are some things here that that may resonate with you a little bit further down the line. If it does come, then just see it as growing pains. Um, don't think about what you're leaving behind. Instead, think about what you're moving towards. Thank you so much for being with me today. Um, this stuff can get difficult. This stuff can get can get tricky and can get hard. And it's possible that I haven't expressed the full nuance of this. So if you want to have a conversation about this, either that you know you're going through through it and you need a bit of help, or you're like you haven't addressed this or you've made this point and I don't agree, um, then uh, Mark at MorningCreative.fm is my email address. Now tomorrow we are going to wrap up our month uh, of commitment with a rundown of the stuff I've learned and got wrong on the topic of commitment. So I will see you tomorrow. In the meantime, you're brilliant. And I look forward to speaking to you again. Take care.